Welcome to Peeling Back the Layers, the Onion Media podcast brought to you in association with www.onionmedia.com.au. Here is your podcast host, Nick Piper. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two of Peeling Back the Layers. I'm Nick Piper from Onion Media Group, and I'll be your host for this podcast. And this month, we've got plenty of great stuff for you. We've got an interview with leading jewellery designer, Samantha Wills, a presentation tip that will help to enhance your presentation preparation and performance, and of course, a crowd favourite, or at least uh, he told me to say that, uh, Joe's Production Corner from Onion Media Group's Joe Thomas. Now, before I carry on, let me also encourage you to send us any questions or comments that you might have as we are starting up what we call the Onion Q&A segment in our podcasts, which basically means you send us a question and we'll do our very best to answer it. All you need to do is email us on info at onionmedia.com.au. Just a quick reminder to all of you business owners or CEOs out there, our offer of a free assessment of your corporate video will be extended until early 2008. Now, for those of you new to the podcast, send us your corporate video to Onion Media, and within seven days, we'll return a free assessment concentrating on its strengths, but also giving you some tips as to how you could possibly enhance that video production. Full details are available in the Onion Rings newsletter, which is available on our website, Go to www.onionmedia.com.au. In this episode of Production Corner, we look at the importance of sound. It is very important to recognize the importance of audio in film and video. A common mistake among amateurs is to concentrate only on the vision and assume that as long as the microphone is working, the audio will be fine. However, satisfactory audio requires skill and effort. Sound is absolutely critical to any production. In fact, in many situations, high-quality sound is more important than high-quality video. When you employ a professional production company, they will take all this into consideration before a shoot. However, if you intend to go down the DIY path, here are a few key points to keep in mind to heighten the value of your production. Number one, do not use the video recorder's internal microphone if filming a conversation. Use it as backup only. Number two, use a radio microphone or a shotgun microphone instead. Number three, if using a radio microphone, it is especially important to test it at the actual location and time of recording because this technology is the most vulnerable to interference, loss of signal, and flat batteries. Number four, prepare strategies to deal with situations, for example, traffic noise, wind, fans, and electrical interferences from cabling, computers, etc. Number five, Find out how many people you expect to record, whether there will be one or more people, whether they are likely to perform simultaneously, example, singing, their mobility, etc. Number six, alert people you work with that touching the microphone, its stand, cables, or the table on which it is sitting can damage the recording. Take special care with paper. Shuffling papers can easily make parts of your recording next to useless. Number seven, if hard reflective walls cannot be avoided, 
then try to face the speaker at an angle to the walls, for example, in order to lessen sound reflections. Number eight, and finally, turn off all cell phones. Not only can they ring, but they regularly emit signals which may seriously interfere with your recording. That's it for me this time. I'll see you next time on the production corner. Now it's time for client profile, and this month's client is jewellery designer Samantha Wills, and I got the opportunity to sit down with Samantha and ask her a number of questions. First of all, who she was and what she did, and secondly, how does visual production work for her business, and why did she use Onion Media Group? My name's Samantha Wills, and I have my own self-titled accessories label, which has been in production for about four years now. We launched in 2004 at Mercedes Australian Fashion Week after spending a year down at Bondi Markets. Um, it was a big step to go, obviously, from the market selling on the weekends to displaying with some of the best fashion talent um, in Australia. And we took the spot for $500, which back then was a lot of money. It was a whole week's work at the market. So we took the spot hoping to make one order back. And at the end of the four days displaying, we wrote $17,000 worth of orders. So we're working directly off my dining room table. So it was a matter then of delivering the $17,000 worth of orders within about a two-week period. So not a lot of sleep, but a lot of jewellery making. And here we are today um, uh, selling to Maya. We stock in about 70 stores across Australia, um, a few stores through America and Europe. So it's really come a long way in the four years. I guess the the, the big step for us was doing a our first standalone fashion show at uh, Fashion Week last year in 2006. So we did a show that was off the official schedule. The show was made up of 15 outfits of jewellery. So the entire outfit was made um, hand-constructed from jewellery. So the 15 outfits took 18 hours each to hand-construct, which was about six months' work in the lead-up to it. Um, we called on Onion to film the show from um, set up on the day right through until the after after show. Um, the reason that I, I wanted to film this production was because so much work went into it and it was such a great great representation of what the brand was about but the show went for a total of 11 and a half minutes so um, as it was in the middle of fashion week not all media could attend not all buyers could attend so to really have a uh, a visual production that we can we still use today 18 months on was priceless for the company that the show cost about twenty thousand dollars to put on and for 11 and a half minutes it, it was over we really wanted to to relish the the show um, long after the show had finished so we've we sent it out uh, the Maya buyers couldn't attend so we sent it out to them and that secured our Maya account uh, we still send it out to new accounts today just to show them uh, the capabilities of what our label is um, so it's just it really has been a priceless tool um, both for media and and for accounts alike. So the experience that I've had with Onion over the past, both with my business and also doing TV presenting, is that of the utmost professionalism. Being a creative person, I get 
um, very worried when I take when I work with other creative companies that the creative level isn't going to be at the standard that I want it to be, and that's something that I always go back to Onion for is because they always exceed any expectation that that I have creatively and professionally. They're just they're not a company that you have to babysit along the job process. They they work with you from concept right through to post production, and there's nothing that I could fault about the process. And I've used them probably four times on different jobs now. That um, it is just undeniably visually everything that they do is just of the utmost professionalism and I've never had a, a need to to look anywhere else for my visual production needs so it's definitely definitely a company that I would recommend to anyone and I'll be using for a long time to come. We're launching an online site as of the 1st of October, which is a very exciting mood for us because it takes us to a completely international market. So that will be samanthawills.com.au. And on the other side of my label, my TV presenting um, and profile can be found at samanthawills.net. So check it out. Now it's time for top presentation tips. Each podcast I'll be providing you with a presentation tip that will enhance your corporate performance. Whether or not you're speaking at a conference, addressing an online audience, or speaking down the lens of a camera as part of your corporate video. Now today's tip is all about rehearsal and preparation. This by far is the most important detail for any speaker or presenter to address. To give you an idea of how important it is, the common rehearsal ratio that most stage performers and actors will work to is about 25 to 1. In other words, 25 rehearsals to one performance. But it's really about the quality of a rehearsal than the quantity. Your main objective is to eliminate doubt, chance or luck from your speech, presentation or seminar. You should know exactly what's going to happen and when. Your performance needs to be calculated, planned and rehearsed. Take every step necessary to replicate the actual performance conditions you'll experience on the day. Try practicing in front of a camera or a small audience who can critique you. Better still, gain access to the actual performance or conference location where you'll be making your speech. If you do, you can identify the acoustic environment. Does it echo? Have a look at the lighting grid. Will there be a spotlight in your face? Check out the depth and the width of the audience space. In other words, will you be able to make eye contact with everybody in the room or will your audience be lost because they're so large? Okay, you may not have time to do this, but at least execute a few trial runs under pressure before the big day. You can never reduce the amount of nerves or anxiety that you will experience when you get behind the podium and the microphone. Everybody encounters that, no matter what level of their professionalism. But you must find a way in order to manage your nerves. Now, the best way to do this under pressure is to give yourself one chance and one take only when you rehearse. Like on the big day, you can't fluff a line, make excuses and start over again. You just have to keep going. The sooner you can get yourself into the habit of finishing off or recovering from a mistake, the more at ease you will be if something goes wrong on the big day. For more helpful advice on performance training, please visit www.oniontraining.com. So that's it for Peeling Back the Layers Episode 2. Please read our newsletter, Onion Rings, this month for an interview, some more video terminology explained, and a special report from the Melbourne Desktop Create Awards. Warning, there are some photos there that may be hazardous to your health. 
Anyway, thanks very much for listening. From Joe Thomas and myself, Nick Piper, here at Onion, thanks for peeling back the layers. See you next month. You've been listening to the Onion Media Podcast. For more information, please visit www.onionmedia.com.au. 